Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your humble GM, Daniel Anderlich, and with me today is Samson Davis. Oh, hi. How's it going? Alex Finn. It was decided I'm on Insta, Instacart, because I'm a snack. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> and Stace Babcock. I have nothing to follow that with. Um, I'm hungry. I deliver. i'm sorry that's what i'm here for to set alex up oh that was good i was playing too much fire emblem and i can now almost so close to seducing the children not actual children they're like 22 let me just slip that in there yeah let's be very clear (laughs) about that the adults yeah who remembers what happened last time I am going to pick on Stace. Okay. So last time on Explorers Wanted, Dilly, Chacha, and Nix went back to Mama J's to start. She was in a meeting. So we were like, sorry, went to the Dr. Oz safe house. Nix channeled her inner caregiver and fed and helped Dr. Oz to the bathroom. And then it was just general napping. Meanwhile, Atalia was with Jima in their safe house, and Jima was like, got to get that thing out of your arm. We need to break into the handlers and get it, but we need more information. So Atalia's like, cool, I need to go check on my friends. So Atalia leaves, comes to the Dr. Oz safe house. We have a conversation with Dr. Oz where it's basically like, Hey, listen, you can leave and talk about us to the queen, but we're also going to sick the stones on you. So don't do that. Deal? And she was like, deal. So we let her go. And then um, Natalia is like, okay, well, no one's paying attention. So I'm going to sneak back out back to the Jima safe house where Jima is standing over some dude who has no teeth because she took them and is like, we have the info we need. We got to go break in the handlers and get your shit. So... Yeah, long story short, Atalia circles back with the crew and is like, hey, Jima and I are going to break into the handlers. We were like, how can we help? And it was decided that Dilly would go inside with Atalia because of his illusion capabilities and the fact that he has some stealth training. And then Cha-Cha, Nix, and Jima were going to provide the distraction at the front. So it's go time. Cha-Cha sets the door on fire. Nix breaks windows with her sling to feed the fire and then also shoots people through the windows with her sling. And that is the front door distraction. Meanwhile, and I'm really going to need some help with inside the house because my attention was slipping. I'm not going to lie. So then at some point, Jima goes inside the house and I'm sorry, Samson, to tag you in because I just really I know you guys ended up at like the at like the vault. Right. But if there's anything important that happened before you guys actually mm-hmm. arriving at the vault, I don't remember. Not too much important inside. We ran into a couple doors, but then Natalia um, locked the one with the head guards behind it. So we'd have some time there. But then when we opened the door, that's when shit started getting real because Natalia's mom was there. Yeah, Natalia's mom was there. Like, I figured you'd show up. And then there was some very snappy dialogue where Natalia was like, you're not my real mom. And her mom was like, but I actually am. <laughs> eat shit no you eventually Jima shows up 
And then I just remember Dilly stealing grenades and Natalia being like, I'm leaving with this control. <laughs> yeah, that's what I remember. That image of Dilly with an armful of grenades makes me smile every time I think of it. <laughs> oh, wait. The house fire did get out of control yeah. and there are explosives in the basement. So that might have consequences later. Yeah, so we skedaddled out of there. Italia with the controller that she got from the vault. Jima, Dilly, and Nyx all going together, kind of. Italia's hanging back a little bit with Jima. We get almost back to the safe house when Italia's like, goodbye. <laughs> and then... Yeah. Deuces. Yeah, she's like, I have to go. She hands Nyx a letter and the reset cipher, which, can I just say, I didn't use. Yeah. <laughs> Hands next letter and the and the cipher and is like, I have to leave. This isn't for me anymore. Like, it was good while it lasted, but it wasn't a great fit. It's not you. It's me. And then she used the cipher and disappeared. And then Jima stayed. So uh, Nix just told Jima if Italia ever needs her to let her know. And the group, I think that's kind of where we left the group. And then, mm -hmm. yeah, and then Italia materializes in this faraway place. We don't know where it's at in this with this little hut. And it says on a sign outside, a stone. And Italia and Jeski arrive there to make that their new home. And I assume that's where a stones turn into the badass bitches that Amaranth and Saliana are. Mm. But also an important note is Italia's story ended because Marietta has left the podcast. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We pick up where we left off. Jima has just started wandering away from you guys in the alley, limping a bit still, because she's been pushing herself very hard the last two, three days. So she, you know, wanders off, and you guys are standing in this alley, almost back to the safe house. And that's at this point that you hear a loud explosion it's too loud for how far away the handler hq should be it's very loud and it lights up the whole city for a moment and when you look back you see because it happened behind you and then it lit up everything around you and then when you look at back you can see coming out of the city over there this pillar of blue and green lightning and light. Oh, fuck. Dr. Oz strikes again. Do you guys feel like that might be the artifact that Dr. Oz was talking about? I mean, it wasn't me. It just blew up in the nice part of town. Oh, shit. Stace is getting her keys attacking thing going. <laughs> Quick, Tasha, <laughs> put your Perot outfit on. <laughs> Run through Ward. Oh, no, Tra Chacha's still wearing it. Oh, Chacha, take that off. And she was part of the force that was on the outside of the building during the strike. <laughs> yup. Oh, and we weren't disguised either because Dilly was inside. So there was some terrorism implications. Mm -hmm. yeah. Some light treason. Oh, so it is, it, we can conclude or it, it would seem like it is the handler yeah. That's probably the building that we were just in. it was too loud. No, that was. But, well, it's certainly from the right direction and distance. But it certainly was louder, and it is more of a visual display that doesn't seem to be stopping 
Oh, so when you say a pillar, it's like a pillar of like smoke or is it like a physical lightning? It's a pillar of blue green lightning that is just it looks based off of how far if it is, in fact, the vault based off of how far away it is. It's incredibly wide. Dr. Oz described void storms, yes. I think. Do we mm-hmm. as characters know what those look like color wise? Well, you could give me a nature check. Would Chacha be good at this because she is nature baby? Mm, I would, except that we went through the Dr. Oz interrogation and Chacha had to ask oh, what she true. meant. Fuck. So so it's kind of established that Chacha doesn't know. So this will be a 12. All right. Free love effort with my edge. 17, bitches. Two, four. Three. She just didn't know what the Three. name was. You enjoy yeah. civilized names. It's reminiscent of a void storm. Void storms are actually very difficult, usually, to see from a distance because they are usually encased in sort of this blackness. You have to like be past the the edge, the plane of that black shroud of the storm to see the the lightning and blue. This is a color that you've seen before when you've been high up in the mountains. It's never anything you would have encountered down close to ground level, like at no sea level or anything like that. You are aware that there, you have not spent much time in them. Probably the one time that you were there, you saw somebody get crispied by the lightning almost immediately. And when the lightning hit them, it wasn't just a crisping. There was a moment where their body covered with boils and started mutating and flushing, like almost like what you would expect of the iron wind, except then they burned to a crisp. I would like to restate my position of we should have killed Dr. Oz because she made she made my explosion look small. Oh, and you're like hurt by that, Cha Cha? Or like No, it's just she was probably in a more occupied area when she did it. So there might be casualties. You think she did this? Well, it could have been, or it could just be the handler house blew up because we set that fire and there were like some explosives inside. No, because that looks like those storms that happen on the mountain where when you get hit with them, you kind of explode in a gross way and then you fry. So I'm just saying maybe we made the wrong choice in letting her live. Maybe this is one of those times where murder was good. I kind of want to check it out, you guys, but I'm not sure if it's so smart to head back in that direction. What do you guys think? We need to check this out because we might need to help people. That's what we're doing right now, right? We're helping people? Yeah, yeah. We help people, Cha-Cha. Yeah, you got that right. Okay. Uh, Dilly has been quiet this whole time, just staring at where Natalia was. Dilly? Dilly, are you leaving too? What? Well, you're you're just kind of standing there staring at what Natalia left. And does that mean you're leaving too? And it's just me and Nick's family forever. No, I, I... I don't understand why she left. I, we nailed that. Like the whole infiltration thing, like went off. We had a problem down the vault, but then it went off without a hitch. So I, why now? I mean, honestly, Dilly, it kind of seemed to me like it was building up, like for a while. I felt it did not seem like this was a decision that Italia made today. I mean, I guess I could like read the letter. Yeah. What? What does it say? Oh, holy crap. Where's that smoke coming from? Ward Mares, yeah. It's one of those things where I'm just like, 
Yeah. Letter or a pretty Numenera explosion, Dilly. Honestly, I think this letter's going to keep. So if we're going to check out this explosion, we should get there while things are still kind of confused in case we have to, you know, like, nope the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? I don't. Isn't that where the handler's place was? We should go back towards that direction. No, that's Dr. Oz. Opposite. Cha-Cha's pretty sure that that is like a, a void storm or something. A mountain storm. We think it might be related to that artifact, Dilly. And if it is, don't we kind of have like a duty to check it out? Yeah, I said duty, duty. Cha-Cha. I said duty. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, if you guys want to go that way. I think Cha-Cha puts her hand on Dilly's shoulder. I mean, it's the same direction either way. They're both Dr. Oz's place and the vault were in right, Dilly, Morris. will you uh, throw up some, you know, disguises? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll do that. Dilly throws up disguises. Chacha pats Dilly's shoulders mm-hmm. like, you get used to people leaving, don't worry. Dilly stays quiet at that. Hey, yo, listen, sometimes people come and they go. It's all about their journey, right? Like, it takes them where it's going to take them. And sometimes it takes them near you and you travel together. And sometimes it doesn't. That's just the way it is, Chacha. Yeah, maybe Italia went to university like she always wanted. It was so sudden. I feel like I never really got to apologize for scarring her. I mean, it made her more distinguished, so is it really an apology needed? Yeah, I scarred her. I mean, if you want, we can give you a scar, and then it's like an eye for an eye. Somebody smart said that once. An eye for an eye makes people equal. Who was that, Chacha? No, you guys, all right, let's go check out. Let's go check out the explosion, <laughs> and then when we get a moment, all right, I'll, I'll read the letter. We'll see what it says, and Dilly, we'll work through this together, okay? But I'm just telling you, people's journeys, man, they're all different. Dilly nods and I guess follows you guys. Okay, so you're heading back to work. Are you trying to be stealthy about it or are you just trying to be people walking along? I mean, from interacting with people, would we know in the ninth world if there are people who enjoy rubbernecking? I mean, that's human nature. I know. So it's just like, I think it could go either way. Well, we're disguised. So I think, yeah, just like shortest route. Yep, we're going to rubberneck. Okay. So you guys get there shortly, and you, as you're tracking this explosion, it does appear to be the handler vault that you guys left. Oh. With this pillar of void storm going up in the air, and you notice that the explosion seems to have taken out portions of the two houses next to it, and there are some figures on the ground crawling. They are humanoid, but they have the wrong number of arms and legs, and they have like strange bone spurs on their back. And they're wheezing, but if they could breathe better, you think they might be screaming. Okay, so I lied. This was a my bad. This was a my bad. Well, we can't just like let them suffer, Cha-Cha. We're here now, so... And Nyx will go up to one. I think Chacha picks another and we're going to try some stealth murder. No! Is that what you guys are doing? Putting them out of their misery? No! (laughs) They have too many arms and are screaming. With some distance, but close enough to see. So now that she's closer, Daniel, what, what is up with these humanoids? You're closer. You can kind of recognize that they're wearing... The clothing is very badly burned and torn, but it just looks like shredded pajamas oh no and fuck 
they look up at you with these eyes where the whites of them are completely red, like beyond bloodshot, they're just red. And their mouths are irregular, their jaws are, like their upper jaw is to the right by almost an inch of their lower jaw. And when they look at you, they open their mouth revealing broken teeth and just go. Now I don't seem so crazy for wanting to kill them. Has Nyx ever seen one of these things? No. Nyx will go. Hey, uh, are, are you all right? They lift one of their arms and you notice that some of their pale flesh is dripping almost like it's a liquid off the tip of their finger and they just reach out towards you. Not that they can reach you, but just like stretching an arm, dripping their own body on the ground. Chacha, you're good at first aid. Can you help a being out? Um, I think this is beyond my skills. I think this is the point of no return, Nick, where mercy killing, like the people with the trees. Can you just try real quick for me, Chacha? And then, yeah, if we got a mercy kill, I mean, you know I'm down to mercy kill. Okay. Chacha's gonna do a healing check. Okay. And see what's the best option. It's a nine. Okay, so she's trained in healing. It's a six. I got a nine twenty. Oh, God, this... Please don't say I'm now Jesus. Please don't say that. No, you can propose a major effect in a moment, but this is what you can tell. This is somebody who has been forcefully mutated, and the mutation has not stopped. And you can see that the tips of their fingers now, this one, the hand is stretched out that was dripping, it's still dripping, but now down to that first knuckle on each finger, it is just exposed bone. And the bone is darkening and growing spurs. What would you propose as a major effect? Can I hold that for a second and kind of relay this information to Nyx? Sure. Oh, shit. Yeah, I think that you're right. Cha-cha, we should help him out. So Nyx will reach over and grab it under the chin and at the back of the head, and she's getting ready to break its neck. I think Cha-cha's major effect will be being able to kill them as painlessly as possible. Yeah, I think that's fair. So, and you have that dagger, so that makes it easier to do that. Stace, you do your neck snapping thing, and your hands come away covered in this sort of fleshy, viscous loop liquid. Like, you clearly, as you snap their neck, like, parts of their flesh, like a gel, like, came off of them. And there's actually a streak across their dead faces where you can see where the hands scooped this off of them. What a dark way to leave a fingerprint. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nyx is going to... Well, are people gathering or not? Because Nyx wants to take, like, an arm to take it back to Mama J and be like, you might be interested in this. Oh, the other neighbors are out here. <laughs> like... We did an oopsie doodle. Oh, so Nyx will say really loudly, hey, stay back. Like, the uncontrolled mutations right here. So stay, stay back. Stay far, far back, you guys. Mm-hmm. You now notice that this light, it's not disappearing yet, but it is, and flickering is the wrong word. There's just like this moment, like, as if somebody was just twisting back and forth, just the very top setting of a dimmer light. Mm. Who has the battery? I do. I was actually going to check that. Yeah, okay, okay. 
so Dilly, kind of looking on in horror at what this explosion has wrought, is actually going to check the uh, battery that he has, see if there's any like resonance or similar flickering or anything. It doesn't appear to be doing anything. You could attempt an understanding Numenera roll to see if you can figure out how to make it do something, or if it would do something. Yeah, all right. Big shot at it. So this will be a 12 understanding Numenera. I have a free level of effort, so that should be a 9. Mm-hmm. 7. That's going to help. In it. Okay. You can't figure out what to do with it. Can Chacha take the battery and kind of try and stick it in the light? <laughs> okay. How about this? How about Chacha give me a 12 understanding Numenera roll first? Because you're trained in it, yes. so that would make it a 9. 18. Okay. So, the battery... You start bringing it towards the storm, and then you realize that, you know, it doesn't need to necessarily be touching it. You realize what it is. It's a little confusing with the, the structure of it. It's not a smooth battery. It's It's got sort of ridges and things like that. But you realize that those ridges are, like, there's something as you're moving your finger across it. You bump one of them, and you see it light for a second, and you realize those are control surfaces. And you see that there might be a way for you to activate this somehow, which would make sense based off of the way Dr. Oz described drawing energy from things with it. And even though you didn't see the battery when you were in the jail cell insubstantially when Dr. Oz is there, you remember one of her hands up in the air pulling the energy out of Nix's mom. Gotcha, I would like to mimic that motion. Okay. And are you doing the activation sequence on the battery at the same time? Yes. Okay. So this is what Dilly and Nick see. They see Cha-Cha step forward a little bit, starting to hold the battery up in the air towards the void storm. She's. You can see that her thumb is moving on it, but you can't see exactly what she does. And then it turns on. And all of a sudden... A arc of green lightning comes off this pillar, meets up with the battery, but it doesn't seem to be harming Cha-Cha. The flip side, though, is that the battery seems to be lifting as it's being charged, and if assuming that Cha-Cha is still holding on to it, she is slowly being lifted off her feet as well as this lightning is striking the battery as the rest of the pillar is flickering. While this is happening, Dilly's going to somehow tear his uh, gaze away from this and look at the crowd, partially for their reaction to this, but specifically in case Dr. Ross is here. Oh, good point. Ooh. Give me a perception roll. Uh, it's nighttime. I mean, there's this light, but it's still going to be confusing light because it's almost like strobing in the night. So give me a 12 perception roll. Three level again. So it's nine. 12. Okay. You do not see Dr. Oz, but you can see in the crowd that there are people starting to freak out at seeing this person with a hand in the air, apparently bolt of lightning coming out and striking what they think is just her hand and starting to lift her in the air. Next, I'm just be like, yeah, stay, stay back. There's some weird stuff going on, so it'll be all right. Just more space. You know what? Just get just more space is probably better. Don't want to get caught up in that lightning. This is being contained. She is containing it. There was some space. Okay. So let's do a social roll. Dilly is assisting you. You don't have any inabilities in social, right? No inabilities, no. Okay. And Nyx is specialized. Actually, it's not even a roll. It's a gimme. 
crowd starts calming down and saying, okay, but... And it's at this moment, Cha-Cha, you are up in the air holding on to this battery. Your hand is, like, stuck. Like, it's like the muscles have tightened. Like, you cannot let go. You're up there striking, and you hear that voice in your head. And they say, um, I am... This is not safe. (laughs) I... I need shelter. And... I'll be back soon. And then, Cha-Cha, that voice goes silent, and there's definitely, like, feeling like there's something different in your head. You don't know if anything's gone or if it's just the nature of the thing. But then, as that's happening, the battery begins, like, slowly lowering down. Like, the lightning stops arcing into it. And then lowers you down as the pillar is starting to do its last flashes before fading out. And when you look at the battery, you see that there, where the activators are, you see one line across it that was originally just looked like a blank ridge. And now it seems to be lit all the way up like a charge indicator. I think she's going to kind of shuffle over to Dilly and kind of hand it to him like, eh, eh. Uh, uh, Okay. Ooh, but we want to do it stealthily so people don't know we have a battery. Yes. Okay. Dilly will slightly alter the disguise, so it just kind of looks like her hand. Mm, that's good. That works. Just a hearty friendship handshake. Okay. So you guys want to uh, hang out, and, you know, hobnob with the crowd, exchange business cards. Nyx actually does want to check out their pajamas and see if any of the bodies have anything. The bodies don't have anything on them besides the pajamas. But when you're looking at the people in the street, you see some people kind of ran out of their houses in similar styles of pajamas and nicks this is about the time when it occurs to you that this just means be the fashionable rich person pajamas right now and ward mara's there's definitely like fashions that'll sweep the ward that everybody does Nix is like oh these are back Ugh. but they're not handler clothes <laughs> is what i'm kind of trying to get at no not unless there's some very well-off handlers that were sleeping nearby where are the handlers what the role to be to be investigate the giant hole now that there's no lightning in it we look down the hole yeah. the hole extends downward at least 30 feet into darkness before where you can't see any deeper i got 40 foot of rope guys <laughs> you want to go down there don't you dilly or not like if it's not but like that was some Dr. Oz's bullshit? What if this is the labyrinth, dude? Looking down, do we see, like, another hole in the hole? Like, So it's more like the, the hole goes down a ways, and you can sort of see the striations of the city as it's been built up mm-hmm. over the years, or centuries, or millennia even. And then it reaches this point, this dark point, where you can't really see beyond those edges. So it's not so sort of a hole within a hole. It's just that there's a certain point where the illumination gets so weak that you can't see. Oh. So, I mean, it could be there's 30 feet of wall that you can see, but you cannot see the bottom of where this lines up. In classic Stace fashion. Oh, I mean, Nick's fashion. Nick's will drop a glow globe down <laughs> there. That's your last one, if I remember right. Yeah. <laughs> should buy more. How much is a glow globe? I'll make more. It's fine. How much could a glow globe possibly be? $10? 
(laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so you toss it down. I assume you're, like, dropping it near one of the walls. You can kind of see as it goes down. So as it's going down, you can see it kind of highlighting more and more of this wall. And then Earth. And then Synth. And then it lands on some sort of synth surface below. Now, the hole is cylindrical, but the surface that it lands next to is synth, and it's landing in a corner of where there's a right angle, where it looks like there's synth wall and synth floor. But the light doesn't extend very far. It seems to be being, something seems to be in the way that's blocking the light from getting too far from that corner. So how far approximately? It's at least 70 feet. Yeah, together, we got 90 feet of rope. Yeah, because Dilly should still have his rope. But, like, Dilly, totally up to you. Like, we can come back, you know what I'm saying? I'm just very afraid that we're going to get down there and then it's just going to be like, well, this is the bottom of the hole. And then we have to come back up here and then, oh, guards are here. I have to explain while we're climbing out of this hole. Legit. We'll wait till it cools off, right? And then we'll come back. Or, like, let's let Mama Jay know what we think is up. She might be interested, actually. I'm sure the city will just patch that up no problem tomorrow morning. And awake, there's going to be another arts installation here. It's mm-hmm. be fine. Going to be a fantasy Costco. All right, well, let's beat feet, you guys. Let's, let's let's get the fuck out of here. And sure enough, you can hear the distinctive sound of armored guards coming into Ward Mars from the direction of the palace. Yeah, we should. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll table this. We'll table this. Okay, where are you heading? I think Mama J is to give a report. Yeah. I think Mama J. Yeah. Yeah. And not just ask her to save us. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Change of pace. Okay. So you get to Ward Anna and you knock on Mama Jaren's door and the door opens and Mama Jaren is there and she says, Nick, Stilly, Cha-Cha, it's good to see you. Sorry about earlier. It's I had another meeting I had to take care of. New contractors that I'm trying out to see if they're guardian material no yeah i totally get it that's your that's your uh that's your hustle mama jay like i I have respect for that Mm -hmm. we do have a fairly significant report to deliver to you though if you have some time sure um come in have to sit down there's some scones still on the table i can make us some more tea awesome thanks nexus eating scones putting scones in her pockets putting scones Mm -hmm. in dilly's pockets Mm -hmm. i Careful, that's all the explosives. <laughs> I think Chats is just like going chipmunk mode on the scones. Stuff in her cheeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you are munching scones, getting your yum on. Oh, yeah. And Mama Jaren comes back with tea for each of you. And it is a little bit more bitter than her usual tea, but it definitely seems to soothe your muscles because even though you guys didn't get damaged from that fight you guys have been going all out for a long time now mm-hmm. and she's like hopefully that'll help you relax that's help thank you drug insight check did she drug us give me a uh, nature and it'll be nine i feel like cha-cha gets an asset to that because she's just done the drugs i'll give you an asset fuck yeah five doesn't matter fuck it doesn't matter yeah you have no way of knowing. Either way. Now I know we are drugged. Fuck it. All right. So first item of business, Mama J, it appears that Italia has left the organization and the city. That's unfortunate. She 
glances over at Cha-Cha for a moment and then glances back at you and says, do you have any idea where she went? No, not at all. Not at all, Mom J. She, well, she left me a note. I haven't read it yet. I guess I could read it. That's up to you. I mean, I'm just curious. I mean, like I said, this is not the kind of commitment or oath you swear and then just disappear on. Yeah, I don't think she's coming back. I don't know where she went, Mama J, and I don't think she's coming back. All right. Um, we'll have to see how that plays out. Well, that sounds dire. It has nothing to do with me. It's just the everyone took an oath before the fire. The fire has the oath has a life of its own. Oh. What does that mean? What's what's gonna happen to her? Well, I don't know. Uh presuming that she doesn't if she's still operating in line with the goals of our order. She's definitely like, she's trying to answer you, but she keeps looking at Cha-Cha. Oh, yeah. As long as she's continuing to work with it, nothing should. Gotcha. So second item of business, Mama J, uh, is about an artifact under Ward Mares. So Dr. Raz, who you helped us kidnap. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so she told us about an artifact mm-hmm. under her house that like, has made her super powerful or whatever. Chacha has a battery to it that's been charged. And... Well, I, I I have it. Oh, sorry. Dilly has it. Wow, I didn't even see her pass it to you. That's weird. Yeah, so this artifact makes her really powerful, charges batteries, and it also exploded, perhaps, in Ward Mares. And... Oh, I said Nyx was going to take that arm... I never actually, like, acted it out. Does Nyx have the arm, Daniel? <laughs> no, because there was the crowd there, so I assumed you weren't actually oh, going to do it if well, the crowd okay. was there. It seems that it caused a void storm that caused rapid mutations. I will say this, though. Because you're Nyx, I don't think you really cleaned off your hands. Oh. In any real way. So you've been eating scones <laughs> with hands that still have this, like, weird fleshy oh. rescue on them. <laughs> yeah, Nyx, like, whatever. Yeah, it seemed to rapidly mutate like the people that were sleeping there when it exploded into a void storm. And we think it might be related to that artifact. And she fills around on like the hole and it goes down to synth and like all that. Wow. I would have thought at this point anything as large as Dr. Oz was describing to you, if it was here, we would have known about it already. That's, that's a big deal. I mean, it was under the handler's house, so. And the Nixos knows about it, kind of. But there's, like, one of them left. What is he going to do? Uh, there's two of them. Really hoping he killed Deuces, Dilly. Really kind of hoping, like, he just knocked him off. Yeah. Gotta be honest, Nix, I don't think we're that lucky. <laughs> but, like, he knows I have this leg, and he knows I know how to use it, so... Mama Jaren looks at guys. A lot of people know about it. That is potentially very dangerous. We don't have a policy of, like, snapping up everything we find out about. Some things don't need to be vaulted. They can be for everybody. But now we've got multiple parties who may know where this is. That sounds risky if it's as powerful as you say. Oh, yeah. And the queen is totally sending, like, guards to the site. That's why we scooted. And, like, she's probably going to know. Right. Yeah, we were going to go down the hole, but we were just like, oh, no. Queen's guards, maybe we shouldn't. And by the way, you know that your glow globe would still be lit as the you ran away. 
They didn't break. Fuck. They break durable ass ah! shit. Mm-hmm. Shit. Thanks for makes everything worse. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Shaman's bust. Let's just go to a new one. Yeah, let's, uh, let's just start fresh there. I mean, we could just nuke it and be done. Guys, you know what I just remembered? Uh, the handlers, before Talia left, the handlers tried to give her a contract to get some sort of barbed wire crescent moon from Club UL. Right. And, uh, yes. But I feel like we already took care of that. Well, I'm just saying the handlers want it. And that might be like... But we blew up their house. Yeah, we blew mm. up their house, Mama J. So, well, I mean, their house blew up. We might have had something to do with it. Mysterious circumstances. It's not provable. I see. She looks at Dilly. <laughs> Nothing to do with it, huh? We did not set any explosions, explosives. Okay, give me a deception because you're still trying to mislead her. Uh, so that is going to be a 12. It's a seven. Technically, he's telling the truth because Dilly didn't start the fire. I'm deflecting, though. <laughs> yeah, he's got a lot of verses about it. <laughs> <laughs> Mama Jaren says, I see. Well, you all like to make your presence known. I agree the artifact is important. I agree it is a dangerous situation. It definitely sounds like a bad idea to go through that hole, because if guards are there, they will probably start guarding it, especially if there's any indication that they could use to suggest that there's something different down the hole. So we're breaking into Dr. Oz's house. She says, this is the challenge I have. You all are extremely hot right now, and I don't have a spare guardian to assign to you yet. Merrick is not at my beck and call. He has other duties. He's been great, though. Just heads up. Stellar dude. Mm -hmm. Merrick is one of the best of us, in my opinion. Honestly, if he was more interested in management, he would have been a proctor a long time ago. She turns and she looks at Cha-Cha and she says, I can't go into any more detail with you present because you have not taken an oath and joined us. But... Billy learned how to bubble. Did I? Remember where you would like put the bubble on the head and then they can't hear? Oh, oh, right. Yeah, uh, oh, I see what you're going for. Do you want me to do that now? Yeah. That way you guys can get the information, and if we have to go break into Dr. Oz's house, we can do it tonight. Okay. Uh, since you're not a prisoner, do you have any uh, requests, sounds you want to listen to? <laughs> the usual. Screams in the distance? What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> Just this, the constant sound of phantom centipedes clicking as they crawl over people. How about just a nice forest sound with a soft rain? With the seagull in the background. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so that's what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Dilia throws up an illusion. Kind of looks like like you took a, a like forest scene, just cut out a circle of that, mm -hmm. and that's just like overlaying Chacha's face. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, she cannot hear us at the moment. So Mama Jaren glances at her, looks back at you, and says, "That's a good trick, Dilly." Useful application to your abilities. I'm impressed. Thanks. So anyway, yes, the artifact needs to be dealt with. If you're going to enter through underneath Dr. Oz's, I think that is a very good idea. Going back through the hole is a terrible idea. The guards will definitely be there. The queen has 
more than just one nano that she contracts with. Somebody else will be there to investigate. If it is, in fact, a labyrinth like you say it is, presumably only you and Dr. Oz have the key to navigating it right now. The battery, yeah. Yeah. As far as we know, she has all the rest of them. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a good idea to check it out. I would suggest doing it as soon as possible. Chacha could be a contractor on this mission. I'll approve a budget of 60 shins. And you guys can contract with her directly and figure out how you're going to spend that budget. It's a limited budget because I don't have other guardians to deploy at the moment. And I suggest, like I said, you do it soon because this city isn't and hasn't been for a while. It's no longer safe for you. And you're at a level of danger now where it risks the guardians. I want you to check it out because time is urgent. But after that, we need to get you out of this city. Yeah, sounds like a plan. Sounds actually sounds normal. Just sounds like our normal everyday thing. Yeah, I do need to re-up on some stuff before we head down. Dilly, do you have any money? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I got some money. <laughs> All right, you can shop, do whatever. Like I said, don't wait too long to get down there and check it out. And if the danger proves to be too great, if you think you can do so without anybody following you, come back and report to me. Or you could go to the same safe house that we were holding Dr. Oz at. I'll have Merrick there waiting as a contact. If it's too dangerous to proceed or if you can't move any farther, if it really can't be moved, you can report into either place before you leave the city. All right. Are we just doing, like, basically recon? Just go in there, figure out what it is, what it does, how dangerous is it, and then out? Or if it's, like, is there a possibility we may need to, like, try to destroy it if it's, like, too much or other parties are getting too close? I don't know if I can tell you that from now. I'm going to have to trust your judgment. But keep in mind that, assuming that what Drock Draws has told you is true, it is beneath the city of Charmond. If you're going to try to destroy it, please be aware of any collateral costs. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I got nothing else to ask her. Cool. So I guess we should go. Or actually, uh, while we're still relatively safe, can I uh, do a quick check on these two explosives that I took out? What specifically they do? Yeah. So give me an understanding numinary roll of six. Three level of efforts. <laughs> Four. Good thing for that free level of effort, huh? Yeah. So one of them is a flame detonator that creates a ball of fire within short range that lasts for three rounds. Oh, Jesus. You got a fireball spell. <gasps> mm -hmm. Except the fireball doesn't go away. It stays there. For three rounds. You can engulf somebody in a sphere of flame. Or multiple people, because it, it explodes in a short range. Oh, Jesus. I assume these are ciphers also. Yes, they are. The other one is a, it is also an explosive. It is a poison detonation. And the poison hinders the target by two steps. Immediate range? It explodes in immediate range, but of course you could throw it up to short. Do we need to redistribute the ciphers so certain people don't get cipher sickness? Or so certain people can have some ciphers? 
I'm actually one over, so... I've got one slot left. You want fire or poison? But also, Chacha's got the bubble on, so... Fire or poison? Does Dilly have a preference? Do you really want to give Chacha something more with fire? Well, Nick's could take them both. I don't think Dilly could get out of flame detonation range. I feel like someone with a good arm should use that one. Okay. Mm-hmm. If we're done with top secret business, Dilly will... Well, hold on. With your Numenera roll, you also realize something about another cipher you have on your person. Oh, no? The cipher your companions gave you. It is a image projector from the automaton that they removed from its chest. Mm-hmm. Dilly, that was never part of the automaton's design. Not in the Nixos design, not in your additions. You assume the automaton added it itself after it came online. A Dillibrim crit, or her only hope. <laughs> I'm going to write that one. Oh my. Okay, interesting. Just another question to ask that creature at one point. Mm-hmm. How much damage did that fireball do? Roll 1d6 twice for me, Dilly. 1d6 twice? Yeah, because I need to level for each one. Uh, Six and three. Okay, so the poison is level three. The fire does seven damage. Jesus. It's our nuclear option before the real one. Yeah. It's great crowd control. Mm. Control the battlefield. You don't want to jump through my mm-hmm. ball of flames. Mm-hmm. Exploding in a short distance is a big deal. I mean, that's a huge amount of distance. Woo-hoo-hoo. Next time we fight Minos. That's like a diameter of 60 feet. Oh, fuck. Essentially. Oh, damn. Oh, you gotta eat that. Wait, do you have, you have a sling, so. And Nyx can eat, you know? She's a yeeter. She got a heater. Mm-hmm. Ba- this baseball reference. <laughs> okay, so Mama J indicates to you, Dilly, that like the confidential stuff is done. All right. Dilly drops the ball. And as you're dropping the ball, we're going to cut back a little bit in time. Cha-Cha, you are in this ball with this sound, and it is a little bit disorienting. I, at this point, I would offer you a GM intrusion. Fuck yeah. Who will you give the other XP to? Oh, fuck. Dilly for the bo- giving me that sweet, sweet ball. Okay. So you, due to this like sense of dislocation and isolation, your mind starts wandering and your vision starts to shift and fade and you can feel that same sort of dissociation you feel when you take your special drugs for your vision and in this moment you can see you know faded images of dilly and nix you can't hear them you can see mama jay looking just as solid as ever can't hear her either although you can see that she's saying something to them and then at the edge, like near the walls, you can see Bastion standing outside the door with his purple eyes just sort of staring. And he reaches up his hand as if to touch the wall on the outside of Mamacharan's house. And then he gets very close to it, and then he suddenly backs away. And you see one of those snakes with the elongated monk faces wander into the building, look at Mama J, and leave. And as they step out, Bastion doesn't even look like he's stepping. It's like he just, in one moment, he's where he is, and then the next moment, he's where that snake is. And he grabs its head and snaps what you presumably is its spine, and his jaw distends again the way you saw him 
do when he was taking the cane in. And he grabs this snake and he starts pushing it head first. And it's like he's slurping a noodle in slow motion. And then all of a sudden the noises go away and you're back in Mama Jaren's and you can see Dilly about to say something to you. Gotcha. Did, Gotcha, are you back? Yeah. Um, Mama Jay, you got to really work on your wards. They're not tuned very good. And do you think we sh- I should leave the nuke here? You have a nuke? What would you have? What's a nuke? Oh, and she just like whips it out. Like, careful, careful. I bought it. Mama J takes a look at us like, that is incredibly dangerous, Cha-Cha. How long have you had this? For a while, but like, really, I thought, was thinking about maybe I should find a safe place to hide it. Because when we were fighting the Nixos, I almost went down. And then I realized, well, if I get captured, whoever captures me gets this nuclear weapon. Yeah, that's that's a legit risk. She looks at Nix and Dilly for a moment with a look of like, she doesn't ask any questions, but it's that look that's sort of like, you guys know this? <laughs> Dilly shrugs. It's like, I... What are you going to do? They're selling them for like a thousand shins in the marketplace, Mama J. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but like I negotiated and didn't have to pay that much. They're selling them at a discount in the marketplace, Mama J. That's shuck. They're paying you to take them. What shop was this? Oh, shit. Uh, Dilly, who remembers a lot of things, tells her. Okay, that's fine. Carmen's Oddities. Yes, Carmen's Oddities. And so she says, okay. That's something we'll check out later, how something like that is getting there. Cha-Cha, yes, this is not safe for anybody to be wandering around with. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll compensate you for it, and we'll lock it away. And no discount required. This is what it's worth. So if you want, you can have a thousand chins for it. Is that a lot of money, Nix? Oh, yeah, Cha-Cha. That's like, I don't know. You get like 2,000 rations? No, wait. 500 rations? I don't know, Cha-Cha. It's a lot. I mean, is this like forever? Is this like a forever sale or is this I lend you this, you lend me money? No, this is a forever sale. Do we need this in the future, you guys? Like, what if we were just like bored one day and we're just like, meh, and we want to roll it down a mountain? Uh, Well, I got this time reset cipher, you know, so we could play with that instead. Okay, let's do this. Let's do it. Okay. So Mama Jaren goes to a lockbox on the other side of the room. She opens it up, and you hear her picking up what you assume are satchels of shins. She's clearly pouring one into the other and brings you back a satchel that's very heavy with shins. And she says, here you go. Yeah, Chacha hands over the device and then gives... Dilly and Nick's 300 shin each. Oh, why? Do, uh, uh, really? Josh, I didn't, you know, like, I didn't help you buy it or anything. So you don't have to give me anything. I mean, I'll ask you to buy stuff for me anyway, like either way. So. Okay. I guess I'll hold on to Nick's. Okay. Uh, but Dilly, you want the shins? That way we can, like, go buy all the things. I mean, I already had, like, 500 shins, so I can. Where do you want your money to be? I mean, I have my new clothes already, and she, like, shows off her yellow Perot costume. I mean, so what else do I really need? And I got this knife. Mm-hmm. What else do you need? 
We need glass jars, guys. I have an idea. Also, like, Chacha, if you want me to hold on to some of it, that's cool. I'll do it. But, like, I give my money away all the time. Here, actually, you keep the stuff. I'm going to give my 300 to Nyx just because someone finds me with the inner chins. They're probably going to take it. But if they find money on Nyx, they're not getting that. Oh, all right. Cool. Okay. So, Nyx, are you holding 600 or 300? However much you guys want me to hold, like, I'll be the bank of Nyx. Yeah. <laughs> can hold on to All right. 600. I'm just going to mark that I'm holding on to 600. I'm not going to add it to my shins because Nyx only has seven shins of her own. <laughs> so, Lamaji says, so I think you guys had a uh, task you were going to do. Cha-Cha, I'm sure the others can explain to you the arrangement on the way. But it's been a long day for me as it is for you, and I certainly need to rest the safe house that America is holding should still be there and available to you. Remember, tune your wards. You're letting snakes in. Cha-cha. I... She looks at you and she blinks for a second. She's like, thank you, Cha-cha. But I'm not worried about the imps. But like, let my friend in. I bet he would like a scone. She looks over to where Bastion had been, like outside the building. You obviously can't see now one way or the other. And she looks at Cha-Cha, and she says, that one's more than he seems to be. That's all I can say. But you you can, you know what she can see? Because no offense to you, Cha-Cha, I haven't been entirely sure if what you're seeing is real. And I, 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 I felt rude to ask, so I'm, I'm surprised. Fair. The Ninth World is a strange place, Dilly. And try to remember that. It'll help keep you safe. But uh, you don't have to worry. That individual is not out there right now but head to the safe house and the store yeah uh dilly got a list you probably want to wait till morning for that since it's the middle of the night smart mama jace yeah 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 all right we could do the other kind of discount shopping stealing chasha uh, nix is saying this on her way out the door yeah mama jaren has been like slowly like shuffling you towards it like putting her hand at the small of each of your backs and she's been pushing you out that midwestern <laughs> goodbye you have a 20 minute conversation by the door yeah <laughs> all right mm-hmm. and she shuts the door and you guys are in the alleyway so like out of character did i make like a 300 yeah. profit on that cypher nice mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah you did market <laughs> trade and profit you know there was a part of me that was hoping marietta would forgive to give you the reset cypher oh yeah just for giggles just to see your oh. faces when you realized well, she didn't give us the artifact. Either, yeah, so. the house scanner. Yeah, so now we can't scan buildings, but it's like, whatever. Next would be like double watches, mm-hmm. which is always in fashion. <laughs> mm-hmm. I say we head to the safe house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What what list did you want me to make? And uh, Dilly is making this list as we're going. Oh, all right. So I need two glow globes. I would like another rope. I would say half a dozen glass jars with stoppers that can be sealed. Honestly, if we can swing it, I would like a float stone. I, I mean, that's like kind of for what? For fun. But also, did you know? Huh? Half a dozen jars, you said? And a grappling hook. Yeah, half a dozen. Half a dozen jars? Yeah, yeah. And a grappling hook. Got it. Yep. Half a dozen grappling hooks. One jar. Got it. No, 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 Dilly. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. And some rations. We should get rations. Okay. Food's always good. So you make this list and you arrive at the safe house. You can see Merrick step out of the shadows, nod to you, and kind of wave with a hand for you guys to go in the door. 
Daily Waves back. Guys, go in. Not that I'm just reading the equipment page, Daniel, but Nick dropped a minor glow globe, which extinguishes after an hour. Okay. So they're just feeding glow globes into the hole. There's no glow globe shortage. You're in the safe house. Like nap time? Well, hold on. Next, can you read the letter? Yeah. I I do I do want to know what it says. Yeah, I was going to read the letter. Out loud? Mm, I'm going to read it to me first. <sighs> and then I'll tell you guys what's in it. If it's relevant. I don't want to break Italia's secrets. You know. Okay. Fair. So you open the envelope and pull out a letter. The letter is addressed to you, and then it's followed by a bunch of, like, scribbled out, like somebody started writing something and scribbled something out like they wanted to start over again. Classic Italian. And then, Stace, I'm going to send this to you to read. So Nix is reading this to herself, though, to be clear. Nix, I have to leave, and I don't know how to explain it to your face. I love you. I love you. I've always loved you, I think. But I cannot stay. I refuse to be a part of my mother's narrative, and I am ready to cut ties with all of it, with Charmant, the handlers, the guardians, and even you. If these last few days have taught me anything, it's that I do have to forge my own path. I don't want to be caught again, and I don't want my actions to put you at risk. Everything is so convoluted and messy. How do I even begin to explain? I wanted so desperately to be a team player, to be part of your team. For a while, I even could be. How lucky I was. You taught me that I can be part of a team, what companionship and found family can be like. I wish I could stay, but you have given me the strength and assurance to follow my own path. My own solitary path. I thought of asking you to come with me, but you still have so much left to do. I hope that I will see your face again some time from now. Who will we be then? I'm not certain. I do know that I will think of you and dream of you every single day between now and then. You will forever be my greatest regret. Love. Natalia Stone. So you guys are watching Nyx read this, and she just starts crying silently as she reads. And then she looks at Dilly and she looks at Chasha, and she wipes her face with her sleeve and she says, Yeah, there's nothing for you guys in here. This is all just for me. Excuse me. And Nyx will go in the bathroom and close the door. Uh, Dilly nods quietly and then starts working on a little, uh, I think Chacha tilts her head to the side. Like, is this how it usually happens when people leave in your life? Um, first time there was a letter. Yeah, I was gonna say the letter part's unusual. Usually, it's just kind of you wake up and they're gone. I thought that was the normal way people did it. Chacha's like, everyone I know keeps going for something called cigarettes. I don't understand. Yeah, they keep <laughs> going to this corner store. And they're just like, be right back. And they're never back. And I just assumed the corner store is never. Oh, man. Now I have to think about how Chacha's parents left because she had to have parents at some point. Right? Or is she just like, did the Numenera Ninth World just will her into being in the forest one day? It's like, this will be funny. I think it happened at such a young age that Chacha wouldn't remember one way or the other. Oh, true. True, true, true. Chacha's only like two years old. She just manifested. She came into this world fully formed. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, that would be weird. But what explains so much? So what you guys doing? Is this where we take naps, Dilly? Like, I don't want to, like, bug Nix because she's using the restroom and we don't want to, like, be pee perverts. Nix isn't using the restroom. Nix just closed the door, put her back against the door, slid down, and she's crying into her knees as quietly as possible. 
Oh, no, but Cha-Cha assumes Nyx is using the bathroom. Yeah, and the the creature inside did open its mouth expectantly when you came in, and then when it saw you, you like, slump down and start crying, it closed its mouth, and you saw it, like, make a little, like, disappointed face. <laughs> <It's> like, oh. <laughs> and now it won't make eye contact? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is time for naps. Um, I'm gonna stay up for a little bit and just think. Dilly, we could play with the battery together. Can Chacha show Dilly how the battery works? Yeah, you do. Pretty easy. Where was your brain going with that? If you press this, it vibrates. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, you show him, like, you figured out this activation sequence for taking in energy. There doesn't appear to be any other way to, like, turn it on or off. But that is theoretically how you'd replenish it. Okay. So maybe next time you can fly, Dilly. Um... I'd rather not stand that close to lightning. Oh, fuck. Inside check. Did Chacha get a mutation? No. Okay. Then Chacha's going to go into a corner and sleep. Mm-hmm. So Dilly's actually going to, for the first time, use his ability, always tinkering. Mm-hmm. For the next hour, I can, basically, I can build a little... Unstable cipher. Unstable cipher. That's the one. And it's random, right? Uh, that's what I'm checking. I believe it is. If I have any tools or materials, which I do, I'm carrying fewer ciphers than my limit. Okay, never mind. Okay. Can I can I make like 90% of an unstable cipher and then like save it for later when I have a open slot? This is what I'll say. You can do this. I will tell you what you get. Mm-hmm. You're going to need to make a decision about what you're going to do with your ciphers immediately, or we're going to have to do cipher sickness checks because you were carrying out those explosives for a while. Okay. Any uh, open cipher slots? Yeah, next guy has one. For you too. <laughs> yeah, I got in one. the bathroom though. Doesn't have one because she's got that fire explosion and she's got the reset cipher. Oh shoot! I didn't even. I forgot the reset cipher. Like I didn't, but I did. <laughs> yeah, Chacha's got an open. Yeah, because Chacha gave up her nuke. Oh, she's got two open slots. Uh-huh. So Dilly, do you want to do that? Yeah. Keep in mind that whatever you're building here is an unstable cipher, which means it'll only work for you. Right. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Dilly will build one. Okay, so I was encouraging you for this because the card I drew for the cipher is very cool. You have crafted a data vault. This device scans one object chosen by the user that can fit within a 10-foot cube and is within a short distance. The object that was scanned then dissolves its substance drawn into the device Activating the device again causes it to create an identical copy of the object using solidified light at an open spot within a short distance. Can this be used on people? Any object. Because I have a plan. Any objects less than 10 feet, you said? It has to fit within a 10-foot cube and be within a short distance from you. Mm-hmm. It's like you could just stick Minos in there and be like, Nixos soul. But then, <laughs> if we ever do, does that kill him? It sounds and like it. Like it, the identical copy it creates is using solidified light at an open spot within a short distance. I think it kills him and makes him a hologram. Well, hard light. So, but also, well, Chacha doesn't know this, but Minos is not what he quite appears to be. But he's within ten feet of a cube. Maybe he's a big guy, but he's definitely less than ten feet. We could definitely take out Deuces that way. I'm suspicious of Minos. Yeah. All right. Um, that's what Dilly does before knocking off. And what are you giving to Cha-Cha, then? I'll give her the level 3 poison detonator. Yeah. I'll just kind of place it gingerly in her arms while she's sleeping. Okay. 
Cha-Cha, you know, unconsciously kind of cuddles it a little bit, like a stuffed animal. <laughs> like a little baby. <laughs> when she cuddles it, I kind, of, I kind of quickly, like, shift her hand so it doesn't t- press the button. <laughs> yeah. Cha-Cha feels just like, oh, this, this feels like destruction. <laughs> the warmth of destruction keeps me happy. Okay. I'm assuming everybody's going to sleep. Nix, you awake the next morning in the bathroom with a slight wet pressure against your cheek. And you see this creature has is sort of licking your face a little bit to wake you up. Oh, gross. Nix will go to the bathroom, pat, pat it on the cheek, and then be like, all right, I, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah. It gurgles happily as you do your business. Oh, God. So does, like, Nyx gain the skill of Toilet Whisper? Nyx is just nice to everybody. Well, try Well, no, except for certain people. <laughs> it's the next morning. So, yeah, I would uh, just like to add that before Nyx fell asleep, she had pulled out her little well-worn pamphlet of the Benevolent Society's tenets and spent some time staring blankly at them before she fell asleep. Mm. Uh, like that. Like that. But now she's she comes out of the bathroom, is now available. So it's morning. I guess Chacha wakes up, sees her new toys, like I think the weapon fairy visited me in the night. I guess this isn't a safe house anymore. Dilly doesn't correct her. <laughs> Congrats, I now li- believe in the weapon fairy. Ah, uh, so store store are you all going to the store or are you just sending somebody with the list oh i feel like it's safer if we all go because dilly has to go no matter what for the disguises and dilly's kind of a squishy by himself i think we're going on the way okay so you go to a store on the way assuming that you are keeping to your list it'll cost you maybe 15 shins total <laughs> nix looks at dilly would you like this to come out of your balance in the bank, or... I have seven shins, um, so I only need eight. Just swipe my corp card. <laughs> I, I I got this one. I can pay for this one. So, out of character, what kind of role would it be to see if we see anything else really fun? In case we want to do, you know, the cipher flipping again? Okay. Give me an understanding Numenera roll of 12, and that would be a nine for Chacha, because she's trained. I got an eight. Eight. Yeah, so you don't see anything. Oh, dang. Dilly, can I have a first aid kit? Uh, uh Sure, yeah. Um, I assume that Stace is looking at the equipment list, so... Book says tensions. <laughs> <laughs> okay, tensions. First aid kit. Ooh, and a grappling hook. That's so dope. Is there anything else we need? Like, I assume Chacha can't find anything because she got an eight. Yeah, she... Well, you don't find anything, like, cool. <laughs> You don't find ciphers or cool oddities that would be worthwhile or anything like that. Mm. Or at least the oddities that you do find that are, like, way overpriced. Legit. Buyer's market. Wait, no, seller's market. $400 sex crystal. What? Yeah! (laughs) I think I have that in the other campaign, a sex crystal. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It gives people wet dreams. We got rid of it, right? I think we we, we didn't like it. No, you kept that one. Oh, no, I think she still has it under the fear that she doesn't want to give it to anyone. Correct. Because that's awkward. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To be clear, it doesn't make them have wet dreams about anybody in particular. It just makes them have wet dreams about whatever they're already into. Giraffes or whatever. Get out of my head, Daniel. All right, onward. When you see that magic Mm cream. 
Oh, wait. How much rope did we get? Nick's got one extra rope. So Nick's in total has 90 feet of rope. Chacha, have you considered purchasing a rope? How much would it be for Chacha to like buy an explorer's pack? It is 20 shins per book. 20 shins? Mm -hmm. I think Chacha will do that because like... Good idea. Yeah, maybe we need that instead of just drugs. No rope, only drugs. (laughs) That was, yeah, that was a choice. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you have an explorer's pack. Where are you guys going now that you have your equipment? To go kick Dr. Oz's ass. No, we're going to the labyrinth. Well, uh, yeah, how how do we want to approach this? Like stealthily or like with force? Do you guys remember if there was like an outer cellar door or would we have to go into our house? Like there was no external entrance besides the front door and the windows that you saw to. I think we have to go in her house. We can pretend that we're uh, exterminators and that we have to go in the basement. It is also, while it is early, she does have an appointment in the books for Anastasia and Alabaster Featherwhite. What were you going to her for? Just throwing that out there. It's true. They did make an appointment. We could actually use this. Uh, I'm trying to think of how many days it's been since they made that appointment. Oh, in game time. It's maybe been a week. I don't know if that would help them get to the basement, though. Well, their meeting was, their appointment was a week from when they were there, so. Well, we could get two of you into there, and then Chaja can sneak in the basement. But we all gotta go in the basement. Or? Could also be their child. I'm gonna shut up, because I'm just writing fan fiction now in my head. (laughs) (laughs) I just can't, I just don't know how that gets us in the basement. I think it's been about five or six days since mm-hmm. the Feather Whites. It could be the day of your appointment, even if your time is totally wrong because it's the beginning of the day. My issue with the Feather Whites thing is that I don't know how to disengage from that. Right. And like go down to the basement. Yeah. Like maybe like one of us could sneak down there as the Feather Whites distract them, but I don't. Also, Actually, no, I don't think that's going to work, because I'm pretty sure Dr. Oz would straight up see through my disguise. Oh. I mean, we could make it a weird sex thing. Like, we want help encouraging our throuple. Well, no, because, again, that would start. But, again, the second she scans us... So we gotta wait for her to go leave the house, go to the palace, or, like, whatever she's doing with the queen, right? And then, once she's gone, we fool the servants. I know what the sewage people's uniforms look like, because, like, yeah. Mm. Well, if we want to do the sewers. I was also going to say we could use practical effects instead of CGI for the disguises. Oh, that's true. We could, like... Chacha is a performer. Well, if we just want to, like, try to get into the sewers, it might be easier to, like, go to, like, a runoff drain from the rivers. Yeah. Oh, my God, Dilly. You're so fucking smart. Stop it. But, like, what if it isn't in the sewer? Because it was, like, 30, 40 feet down. But we could at least take the sewers to, like, beneath Dr. Oz's house. We can get close. That's true. Come up her toilet. Come up her toilet, Chacha. I feel like you would fit. Well, like, if we go with that idea, that means that she hasn't made a nice staircase to walk down into this labyrinth to get to the artifact. Maybe she has. But, like, how did she find it in the first place, though? Like, she, it must be connected. I mean, when you bury a dead body, you dig a hole. I like to bury my dead bodies in trash, Chacha. What? Hold on. What? <laughs> it's like a matter of technique. 
I mean, I guess it's like better for the nature. It's composting. Nix is a firm believer in composting. (laughs) (laughs) If you don't want anyone to find the dead body, normally you put it in a hole in the ground. And so she would make a hole in her basement. I vote that we try the sewers. And honestly, Dilly, we don't even have to get in through the docks. Like, couldn't we just use a local access point? Also, side question. How would the toilet creatures be connected to the sewer? Because they are living beings. No, they're not connected to the sewer, Cha-Cha. That's the whole point of them is they're like, you can be like off the grid. It cuts out the middleman. It just cuts out the middleman. I thought they sat on their own toilet and then just passed. Like a human centipede? I have to say that the sewers in Charmand are extremely well-maintained by some very knowledgeable people, so... Um, we did blow up a section of it. Well, not we, but, like, me. Does my dad know? Yeah, he was there. Oh, all right, then. That's how we escaped. Actually, Nix, do you think you you would know where we could find a map of the sewers? Because that could actually help quite a bit. Well, I know where my dad's work is. Okay. Step one, break into your dad's work. I don't know if that would help, though, if that's all you know. I just vote we go down to a local access point. Guys, I don't know if you know this about me, and (laughs) it's not just confidence, but I am pretty good at finding my way around. So remember the ship? I found that shortcut. So, like, that is still debatable. Between Chacha coming up through one of the access points on Ward Anna and between Nick's sort of like peripheral picking up something from her dad, probably when he was talking about his work when she was barely paying attention, because remember that Nix can never remember what her dad does. <laughs> I would say you guys could spot like what access points are around very easily. It's not going to be a question mark. You know what, Dilly, since it's below ground, maybe we should pick up a compass while we're here. Yeah, all right. That's, that's a good idea, yeah. If they're charging you more than 10 shins, they're ripping you off. Should we like get paper and a I feel like we should make our own map of the sewers then. Anything else you want off the equipment list, Stace, while we're uh, doing this? I would like the whole equipment list. I would like one of everything. Matchsticks. One shin for ten. That's a pretty good deal. We should get some more rope or yarn or something to create a path for when we hit the labyrinth. Oh, my God. Because there's this story about this these kids who used bread to find their way places but like they got screwed over by some crows so they got eaten but there's no crows in the sewer so we could use we could find something to make a path so we know where we go in the labyrinth i don't know if they would have this here cha-cha but there's this thing called glow ink which is ink that glows daniel i'm I'm giving you every like you can cut me off like you can cut me off (laughs) Go ahead and keep going. I will cut it out if it makes no sense, but I'm I'm just trying to make sure that we address all of this in case anybody in the listenership is keeping track. Could we get chalk? Like, chalk works. Or we could just, like, gouge the walls. I am pretty good at me- remembering things, so that might... I could just also write it down in my notebook. Like, I can make... I can make I, I'll make a map as we go. Okay. You got that dagger. When ink pen is two shins... I assume Dilly already had one because he's been mm-hmm. writing his notebook. So You can also buy glow ink for 10 shins. You could also get a major glow globe for 500 shins. You get a shock ring. Um, I would say in Charmand, you could get anything that is not on the very rare list, depending on how many shins you want to spend. 
See, and I was looking at that shaper key like, we need a way to open doors since Atalia's gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't scan and you can't lockpick. Suck it. I think Nick still has his skeleton key of fucking kicking it down. It's true. Also have this fireball grenade. <laughs> when all the doors need to be opened. I mean, and Chacha mildly knows how to pick locks. She did it at your shop. Mm-hmm. True. So is there anything else you want to buy? Mm-mm. And you're going into one of the sewer access points near Dr. Oz's house? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So you go into the sewer access point. You are in the sewers. Also, we've been disguised this whole time. FYI. I figured. Yeah. Okay. Stace, I assume that you are trying to lead them through the sewers? Yeah. Okay. So give me a 15. Chacha would like to assist. Chacha could help. So. Nix is trained in navigation. Okay. So that makes it a nine. Dilly doesn't have an hindrance, so he could help if he wanted to, which would bring it down to a six. Uh, Chacha already said that she was assisting. Yeah, but she could get up to two assets. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'll do See that. what we get here. Never say I don't do anything for you guys. <laughs> Nat 20. Fuck yeah. That sounded like I was disappointed. I should be excited, except it was like, I'm excited. So you definitely reach a point in the sewer system that is the closest you can get to Doc Oz's. You can see the pipes that bring in the refuse from Dr. Oz's home. But you notice that, well, this would actually be sort of an engineering test. Give me a sort of engineering knowledge. Anybody can do this. An engineering knowledge roll of like 15. Those doing that? Why not? With two levels of effort. Okay. God damn it. 10. Just barely. Okay. There you go. Nat 20. Dilly. These are not as many. Ooh, cool. Okay. Fuck. Um, so we'll circle back to all this in a second. I've got two Nat 20s to deal with. Dilly, you definitely know that this is not enough refuse pipes for a normal house. A house Dr. Oz's size should have more than this, and there isn't. So you would suspect that at least one of her bathrooms is occupied by one of these creatures, and the other one isn't, which is why her pipes are narrower and don't need to have as wide a diameter as most refuse pipes. So let's take a step back. Nix, what would you propose as a major effect? That if there is any sign of this sewer having leading to the labyrinth or something else unusual below Charmon, that Nix would spot it. Okay. There isn't a way into the labyrinth from here, but I would say this confirms for you for sure where it would be, where the sewer like ends in Doc Dross's basement, I would say that you would probably know. Yeah. Because I can't give you that it's there, because it isn't. But I will say this, you do know like where the sewer links up. Like It doesn't line up necessarily right with Doc Dross's house from what you've seen. Because you've used at least her guest bathroom, and there was not a creature there. And knowing what you know about plumbing your dad, this pipe is in the wrong place for that. If it was doing a normal design. But it's all like it's it's walled. There's no clear way into the space that should be there. Like it's just blocked off. No, it's just this it's just this pipe, which is about at best three and a half feet in diameter. That's just bigger than that. To start with. Okay. And Chacha would propose it's a natural twenty for 
this engineering role. So since it's engineering, I think I want Chacha to be able to, with her very destructive mind, be able to pinpoint a weakness in the wall between the sewer and Dr. Oz's basement. Um, You could definitely identify where you could break in the wall, for sure. There is a, a way to do that here. And someone with Nix's might could do it without needing a roll. Oh. Line me up, Chacha. I think Chacha kind of like positions Nix just so and like adjusts her hips just so and just like, okay, go. This is a kick situation or is this a lower the shoulder situation? Kick. All right. You bust through the brick. I mean, it's not easy. I mean, you know it's going to hurt, right? Like doing this kind of thing. So you are going to take two might damage from this process. But, and it takes a little over an hour, but you get past this brick and then you get this thick soil that you kind of scrape through and then you reach a solid synth wall. Next there's flush of stone. So I assume that armor is, uh, Mm -hmm. armor. Okay. So yeah, armor helps. Uh, Chacha found some synth. Hey, Dilly, can you cut through synth? Is that a thing? Uh... I don't think so. How thick is that, dude? How like if you knock on it, does it sound hollowish? Does it sound Nick knocks as hard as she can. It sounds really thick. Daniel wants us to pull off the thruple cosplay. No, that's not that our plan. Thick. Our plan okay. is to go up the poop tube. <laughs> it's three and a half feet in diameter, not three and a half feet. If your shoulders can fit, you can fit. Okay. Well, uh, well, I was also thinking. I kind of remember. Alex, we're talking about, like, real feet, not your feet. Uh. (laughs) Valid. So I did kind of whip up something last night while I was uh, thinking. So, Dilly will pull out the data vault. So, this will actually store an object within a 10-foot cube, right? So, what if I tried to use it to, like, take out a 10-foot chunk of synth? Other than that, I don't really have anything that could cut. Mm Mm-hmm. If you want to try that, you could. Yeah, all right. All right, uh, Dilly's going to set the data vault to take out a hopefully 10-foot chunk of synth and whatever other material is uh, behind it, if it goes that far. Okay. So it reaches out, and it does this scan over it, and then you notice the material in front of you begin to melt, and it starts melting and, like, flying as if it's in zero gravity towards the cube. And it gets pulled into the device. And you see now you have an opening to that goes all the way to the what looks to be a synth hallway. And you can see it almost scrapes off an indentation of synth on the other side. Dilly, that's dope as hell. You built that? Uh, yeah, just always tinkering. That's me. <laughs> and now we just have a block of synth. So... Is any uh, block puzzles down here? We're good to go. Oh my god, Dill, you could you could crush, crush somebody, somebody with, it. with it. Maybe it'll come out as hard light, so I don't know how heavy that is, but I this it's something. We have something. Psychologically crush? I've never tried it, so I can't say either either or. Or you could just have a wall. Having a wall came in very handy for me after the auction, Dilly, so don't underestimate having a wall. Yeah. Walls are great. Fair enough, yeah. So you guys going in, or are you going to go back where you, the way you came, or? We got to go in now. Would you like to plan some more? No. We're <laughs> going in blind. I do have one quick question, Dan. Is this data vault now a part of my cipher thing still? 
Yes, it is. Okay. It is until you activate it again. Got it. Dilly, you could put the wall back. Yeah, that was also a idea. Hide our tracks. Well, no, it's it's not synth anymore. It's hard light. So if she comes down here and sees it, she's going to see, oh, this wall is completely not the same. Also, I think it also takes out the air. So it'd just be like a block of hard light blocking our path if we try to come out this oh, way. All right. Again. Yeah, oh. yeah. That makes uh, total sense. Fuck you for figuring that out, Samson. Leave <laughs> 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 uh, that in. Yeah. Oh, anyway, what, you guys want me to lead? Like, I'm, I'm cool with that. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, I'll draw a map while we're doing this. Nick steps inside. Looks left, looks right. Okay. You see a hallway. Nick is in there. Nothing happens. It's just a dark hallway. Does it seem to go the same distance in either direction? As far as you can tell, it's very dark. Dilly pulls out a glow globe. Rolls it down the hallway. No. Mm-hmm. And are, are you stepping in, Dilly? Oh, no. Yes. As soon as you step in, along the edges of the hallway, a light begins to light up, leading off to the right. And you can feel a vibration from the battery in your <gasps> clothing. Yes! All right. Chacha, I need both hands for the map. Do you want to hold the battery? Yes. Dilly gives Chacha the battery. Chacha's holding it out like a divining rod. And the hallway does light up in front of you as you do this. Dilly turns off the glow globe. There's still light coming from the hallway. Cool. Cool. The battery seems to have lit up and seems to be leading the way. All right. Before we get noticed, let's uh, get on down there. Okay. So you're just following the wherever the light leads you? Yep. Okay. So you walk for about... 20 minutes, and you have to make several turns along the way. Right, and left, and left again. And it's about then, when you come upon a figure lying on the ground in a pool of blood. Oh, fuck. Their clothes are soaked with blood. They've really been stabbed multiple times. And then, their throat has been slashed. And Nyx and Dilly, but not Cha-Cha, you would recognize this face. It is the face of the butler that you talk to, the butler of Dr. Oz. And it is her dead body lying on the ground. And that's where we'll end this episode. The butler didn't do it. Butler didn't do it? Fuck. So, Dilly, something about this episode. Samson, rather, not Dilly. You're a real person, not a character. Sure. You're not a hologram. Well, I'm rather glad I, I thought of the thing that you were possibly going to get me on. Yeah. <laughs> data vault cube so mm-hmm. whatever that was pretty cool i mean natalia's letter was fucking heartbreaking yes. so yes. yeah i'm also kind of glad that it was only for nix and yes. nix didn't share it mm-hmm. i don't know what dilly's gonna think about that but i'm i'm glad it happened that way i have a strongly worded message for marietta and <laughs> the feelings <laughs> to hear about this right now i'm starting right now I'm also rather interested that uh, Mama Jaren kind of knows what uh, Cha-Cha can see, so... Yeah, that was... That'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. I wanted to confirm it, so I was just like, hmm? Yeah. Okay, cool. So we have a segment that we do each week called Player Intrusions. That's where we offered you, the listener, an XP to check out something that we think you would really dig. This week it is Samson's turn. Samson, what would you offer our listeners an XP to check out? I would offer them an XP to check out a game that, as of recording, recently came out called Loop Hero. It's a small kind of take on RPGs. It's basically a tower defense game you play against yourself. Ooh. Okay. So basically, the 
the experiences that you are um, kind of taking care of this adventure as he uh, goes on a loop, basically. And along the way, fight monsters, and from them you get equipment and also like environment tiles. And so you lay down hmm. the environment tiles, it changes the environment to a forest or a swamp or a graveyard in that square. And then you fight different monsters and get a slightly better equipment. And the point is to basically throw more and more obstacles at this hero such that they are leveling up at a rate that they are not near death when the final boss comes, but they're also like getting more and more powerful quick enough to take on the final boss. It is, it is addicting. It is wonderful. There's so, so many different like systems going on because you can put uh, different environment tiles together. And from that, you kind of get like a monster that you would see in both. Ooh. Oh, fuck you, Samson. God. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'll look at this game. I believe it is about 20 bucks on Steam, so it's not that expensive. And it is, it's also like really lightweight as a game. So just like throw it up for like in a half an hour as you're working. This is so much shit. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, Loop Hero out on Steam. I'm assuming when you hear this, everyone's already like, raved about it and gotten over it so with katie's all over again oh thank god <laughs> yep i sorry backlog can't help it okay i just clicked purchase and steam <laughs> yay <laughs> i'll have to look at some videos. i don't know when i'll have a time to play it like so many games are aspirational for me right now mm-hmm. but that sounds awesome again super lightweight just give it 15 minutes it'll get you yeah cool so if somebody wanted to reach out to us and tell us what they think about Loop Hero or about the podcast, how would they do that, Samson? Oh, my God, I'm doing that now. <laughs> so if you wanted to talk to us, you can find us at our socials. We are at explorerswanted.fm, and from there you can find all the links to our socials. We are at Explorers Wanted on Twitter. We are Explorers Wanted Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. If you feel that we are worthy of money that you give us, you can support us at patreon.com slash explorers wanted and probably the best way to interact with all of us and this little community that we're building is to find us on our discord which you can get to at explorerswanted.fm slash discord yeah and there you can not only interact with us but with people who are much cooler than us true yeah for sure yeah our community is way cooler than us someday they'll realize that and everything will be for naught we'll have to change the name <laughs> <laughs> dan edited that out can't we can't tell him <laughs> very cool and if you like the podcast the best way that you could help us out is to tell a friend and tell them why you like the show and why they should listen to it the second best thing you could do is to write us a five-star review on a podcast directory specifically apple podcasts Podchaser, and stitcher those directories in particular make a huge difference for people trying us out particularly apple podcasts the others, if you have a Stitcher account, awesome. Podchaser, if you don't feel like having an Apple account, that's totally understandable. Podchaser is also a great platform. But honestly, the reviews on Apple Podcasts make the biggest difference for a show of our size. If you didn't like the podcast, or if you just thought it was bad, well, let me address the elephant in the room. We've talked a lot about Street Beat on this podcast of late, <laughs> partly because it's fun to torture the cast with descriptions of food late at night, but mostly because of a simple truth. Podcasters are always hungry, and today, it's time to feast.
If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Twitter at Anderlich, A-N-D-R-L-I-K. You can find me on Twitter at Stace Windu. Tell me what your favorite class is in Loop Hero. Mine's the Necromancer. I'm at Slant Potato. If you want to tell me your favorite snack on Twitter, it's Realty Unicorn. I do not count. And follow me at Twitch at Tea with a Unicorn. Gotta get in that sassy stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's it for us. Hope you enjoyed the show. We will be back next week as we will for every week in the foreseeable future. Have a good night, day, weekend, or whenever you're listening to this. And bye! I'm going to send this to you to read out loud. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so next, <laughs> 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 clear.